So then approaching 8.07, a day before North Korea carried out its sixth nuclear test, there was another story which otherwise might have dominated our agenda. President Trump again suggesting that it could be all over, that free trade agreement. He said, their talk of appeasement with North Korea will not work. They only understand one thing. Um, South Korean local Daily Hungary described it as Trump venting his anger at Seoul after being slapped in the face by Pyongyang. There's growing concern that North Korea and the Trump risk are adding uncertainty to our economy here. Let's bring in first Professor Shin Sang-hyup from the Department of Political Economy, Kyungi University. Thank you very much for joining us today. Good morning. So, the risk of war breaking out is never particularly a plus factor for the local economy, even if we've built up a certain degree of resilience just through experience with this. But um, there are added concerns at the moment, aren't there, uh, with the sixth nuclear test being so powerful. How are domestic producers, consumers and investors responding? Well, in fact, there has always been a lot of risk uh, with the uh, North Korea's provocations. Very recently, as you mentioned, there was the uh, nuclear test and the uh, missile launches. Um, in North Korea. So uh, because of uh, these provocations, uh, there has been always been a lot of risk in the Korean uh, the market. And But in the past, which I want to point it out, is uh, North Korea risk uh, subsided fairly quickly, sometimes uh, within a week or a month. Uh, actually, this was possible because the Korean uh, economy's foundation is strong enough and uh, uh, the Korean economy has learned through North Korea's um, continuous provocations. Uh, owing to these kind of uh, the uh, things, um, uh, the Korean uh, the market jitters in Korean market has uh, soon subsided. But this time, I think the situation is quite different because North Korean risk itself is quite unstable, and uh, it is expected to be uh, protracted. Uh, simply because the you know our, the um, um, the North Korea uh, has uh, I mean uh, more possibility to take more pro- provocations in the future, and in response to those kind of uh, the um, analysis, uh, the USA has upped the Antony's response North Korea's provocations mm. and, uh, nuclear test. So uh, we can say that the uh, the risks. Uh, risks stemming from North Korea expect to be prolonged. And this uh, has been maybe uh, and could be reflected in the Korean economy and market continuously. Can you tell us a bit more what the Korea discount means, this concept, how it's influenced foreign investment so far? Uh-huh. Well, actually, uh, the Korea discount refers to the phenomena that Korean firms are valued lower than uh, firms in foreign countries. Uh, some foreign uh, the magazines such as the Forbes magazine uh, define the Korea discount as the um, amount by which uh, foreign investors undervalue Korean stocks. Uh, if I had more explanation about this, you know, because of North Korean risk risks, uh, the uh, foreign investors are hesitating to purchase Korea, the stocks of Korean firms. Uh, at the price which uh, should be deserved. That means that uh, if the Korean, uh, the stocks of Korean companies are not cheap enough for them, they do not uh, want to purchase the Korean, the stocks of Korean firms. Uh, those kind of things has been continued over the last several decades, but um, very recently, over the last uh, ten, um, one decade, 
uh, two decades, Korean companies became, uh, I mean, started the internationalization of their production, which means they want to make a foreign direct investment in foreign company, foreign countries. So they have their own uh, factories around the world. So in this case, uh, because of those kind of industrialization of Korean firms, uh, disadvantages which Korean companies had uh, caused by the uh, North Korean risks has been uh, weakened, reduced for a while, mm. I mean, to some degree, but not, not very much. So, um, uh, and then this is not the uh, situation of all Korean companies. Most of the big companies have those kind of advantages in the recent uh, uh, the uh, period, but not every Korean companies. So what I'm saying is that you know if the those Korean risks continue, uh, I mean, uh, continue to exist. Uh, maybe it can be reflected to the Korean uh, market. That means the Korean discount, Korea discount phenomena could be uh, continued for a while. So, which means that Korean companies could be subject to further disadvantages if the situation continues for a while. Yeah, well, certainly we've seen a lot of jitters, haven't we? Um, in, on Monday particularly, but as you suggest, uh, often this phenomenon is just a few days and then we get back to some sense of normality. And that normality is arguably underpinned by South Korean f- economic fundamentals. Are, are they strong right. enough to absorb shocks uh, going forward? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I, I think I have to explain what the uh, economic fundamentals is. Yeah, sure, please. Uh, actually, fundamentals of economy actually indicates the uh, most basic uh, macroeconomic indexes, such as economic growth rate and inflation rate and an unemployment rate. And uh, so we can say that fundamental economic fundamentals describe uh, the economic status of a country. Um, to answer your question, how about Korean fundamentals? Well, actually, um, Korea uh, fundamental economic fundamentals are uh, yet to be determined. Uh, they're quite strong. Uh, it has actually positive factors. The positive factors uh, consist constitutes a strong fundamentals Korean economy. Um, they, the positive factors are, are vast foreign exchange reserves amounting at over $300 billion, and then trade balance surplus and soundness of Korean uh, finance. But at the same time, there are threatening factors. The threatening factors, uh, threatening factors are high household debt and high, huge percentage of the uh, foreign investment in the domestic stock market, something like that. But as a whole, we can say that Korea's economic fundamentals are uh, quite strong enough to uh, uh, sponge some of the negative factors uh, the stemming from North Korean risks. Professor Shin, thank you very much for setting this up for us. Good to have you on the line. Yes, my, my pleasure. Professor Shin Sung-hyup of Kyunghee University, because we, what we're now going to do is get uh, an alternative perspective following President Trump's call for the termination of the free trade agreement with South Korea. Just adding that extra layer of uncertainty, maybe it's a, a bit of a negotiation tactic. Uh, we can bring in now Donald Manzullo, former congressman and president and CEO of the Korean Economic Institute of America. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Alex. So we didn't see much success, did we, in, in preliminary negotiations by that Chorus FTA Joint Committee meeting here in Seoul a couple of weeks ago. President Trump even then talked about the termination of the deal, as I said. Uh, is, is this a bluff, would you suggest? He doesn't bluff. Um, President Trump has probably four policy issues that he talks about all the time 
as to which he has a passion. Uh, first is what he calls bad trade deals. Second is immigration. Uh, third is faulty U.S. Uh, alliances with foreign countries. And fourth uh, is bad tax policy. And going back to, gosh, 1988, he took out a New York Times ad and <clears throat> taken on Japan uh, with a very protectionist attitude. So this is not a bluff. Um, he, uh, he said during the campaign he thought, of course, FTA was a bad deal. He's continued to say it. And uh, he's, he's, uh, I think he's really upset with Korea because whereas uh, Lighthizer uh, was <coughs> calling for specific areas of negotiation, uh, South Korea said, oh, just a second before we do that, let's conduct a study. Mm. In, in America, uh, when you talk about conducting a study, that means just kicking the ball down the street and not taking it seriously. So this is, this is quite serious. But we've seen that um, Donald Trump has been prepared to to say goodbye to trade grievances with China if, for example, China was to be more helpful on North Korea. So even if he's not bluffing, he seems to be open to negotiation. What would he want from South Korea to 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 actually strengthen the free trade agreement from his perspective? Well, you know, it's a good question because I can't really answer that answer that because uh, obviously he's wrong. Uh, the free trade agreement uh, between U.S. and uh, South Korea has really benefited uh, America because those areas covered by the uh, free trade agreement have actually helped the United States and, and uh, to lower the deficit in those particular areas and to increase exports. It's, 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 it's difficult. Um, Lighthizer just said um, a couple days ago, he said the the uh, quote, my hope is we'll have a successful discussion with the Koreans as things proceed, things proceed, and that the problems with that agreement from our perspective will be worked out. And then he said, uh, since chorus entered into effect, U.S. goods exports have decreased, while the trade deficit overall with Korea has nearly tripled, and American service exports have seen virtually no growth in the past four years. I mean, it, he's totally wrong on that. Mm. Service exports have climbed dramatically, and areas, as I said, covered by the free trade agreement uh, have seen an increase in U.S. exports. So, I, Alex, it's a good question, but I can't answer because I, I don't know what he wants. Understand. What about the other side of this, whether he's bluffing or not? Can he actually terminate this agreement? Absolutely. The um, under uh, Under the terms of the agreement, uh, either the leader of either country, the United States or uh, South Korea, can uh, file a, a what's called a six-month preliminary notice that uh, they're preparing to pull out of Chorus FTA, and that's it. It just takes the signature of the president, period. So that's regardless of uh, what lawmakers, Republicans and Democrats alike have to say, as, as they've been talking against the plan to withdraw. Well, that's that's interesting, but... I mean, Trump, again, made a deal today, went over the heads of the Republican majority uh, on, on the flood issue and raising the debt limit for the United States. So he's prepared to make any deal that he thinks is going to be beneficial, and um, he doesn't really care what others, what others say. I mean, he, he calls his own shots, and that's really nothing new since he got involved in, in running for office. 
you've emphasised the benefits of this FTA. If it really does get terminated, what does that then mean for trade between the two well, countries? If, if, it gets, if it gets terminated, the big winner is North Korea. Because uh, North Korea will look upon the termination of this free trade agreement between the U.S. and South Korea uh, as, a, uh, as a schism, schism in, the, um, in the alliance and think that, well, you know, if the United States is unwilling to work with uh, South Korea on an economic basis, why should they have their back militarily? I mean, this is, the stakes are extraordinarily high here. Yeah, well, it, it does seem odd to be putting so, I mean, even if you take President Trump's view into account of these FTAs, to be putting so much focus on the chorus FTA at a time when... Absolutely. Tensions are so high, it seems strange. Well, it does, because what happens is if the agreement is rescinded, then you go back to pre-chorus of a schedule of tariffs that each country has with regard to other countries. And, I mean, for example, with beef, it would go back to 40%. And as it is now, the tariffs go down. Uh, tariffs, I think, are at 24%. They drop by... Uh, 2.5% a year until eventually they're eliminated. Mm. I mean, this is, you know, this is, what this will do is, if the U.S. gets out, that opens up Korea uh, to say, well, you know, we can buy beef a lot cheaper from from Australia, and we can buy uh, pork products a lot cheaper and, and dairy products a lot cheaper from around the world. I mean, dairy products in, from the U.S. to Korea would go back to a 32% tariff. Yeah. I mean, Alex, this is a disaster, um, especially the timing of it. To, to in the midst of, of what's going on in North Korea with the explosion of the what probably was the hydrogen bomb and and the launching of ICBMs to bring up this this whole trade issue. But what trade what Trump is looking at is he's saying, well, you know, I promised to end these agreements, and he may sacrifice a chorus. Uh, just to be able to say that he went along with NAFTA. Well, you share the same first name, but not much else in common on this opinion. Um, Donald Manzullo, oh, Korean Economic I, I Institute I of America, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Mr. Manzullo, also former congressman, and it does seem like the FTA is in danger. Pound of sharp 1013 for 51 per message if you want to have your say.